Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Today I'm kind of giving a follow-up episode to the one that I did on how to start a business as a teenager. I'm just going to be talking about two things that you should not be doing that a lot of people do do, and one thing that you can do instead that will skyrocket your business. So without further ado, let's get straight into the podcast. Here's just a quick disclaimer. This is not professional business advice, and you should not treat it as such. If you want to implement any of these things into your business, you should do some research first and really figure out if it's the right thing for you. Also, for the first thing I say, if you can successfully implement it into your business, by all means do that. It would definitely not hurt. But what I'm saying is just don't compete with other businesses on, on that, and don't make that your competitive, competitive advantage and what other people know you for. Because in my experience, it's always a losing game. So the first thing that you should not do is compete on quality of product or service. If you're in a service-based business, this is especially true. You might be wondering why I said that, because you've never heard someone say, oh, you shouldn't have a good product, or you shouldn't be good at what you do. Well, that's not what I'm saying. You should 100% be good at what you're doing. If you aren't good at what you're doing, then you should be out of business. But I'll say it again, you shouldn't make the quality of your service what you compete on, and the thing that people know you for. I'll tell you why right now. So the first reason is pretty obvious. There's going to be so many other people in your city that have the exact same business and really are better than you because they've been doing it for like 10, 20 years. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a young person who wants to start a business and you're just not going to compete with that. Like you won't be doing it for long enough to actually have the quality of service that that'll be better than that. And therefore you're going to lose every time. So the second reason is, even if your quality is actually up to par with other businesses, you're not going to compete because nothing's going to set you apart. It's just going to be like a lottery for getting customers. Here's a little challenge. Look up the business you want to start and then the city that you're in. So for example, I'd look up like car detailing Victoria and just look at all the other businesses and what they're competing on. It's funny because pretty much every single one of them competes on quality and they're all doing the exact same marketing methods like SEO and Facebook ads, and there's really nothing setting any of them apart. They all have the exact same target demographic as well. It's rich people with nice cars. And then if they say anything on their website besides the quality of their service, it's always something like, oh, we're eco-friendly or we have good customer service. I'm going to touch on customer service later, but I think that's something that should speak for itself. And it's not something that you should tell people that you have because it doesn't really make a difference. Like everyone says that they have good customer service. Okay, I'll stop complaining here, but the point I'm trying to make is that you shouldn't compete on quality because so many people are going to do it better better than you because they've just been in business longer. And also, that's the thing that everyone else competes on, which will make you just be overshadowed by so many other competitors. And speaking of something that everyone else competes on, I'm going to be talking about it right now as the second thing that you should not be doing. So the second thing is, you should not be competing on price. This might sound kind of obvious, but a lot of people don't know it, which is why I'm saying it here. There's a book of reasons why you should not compete on price, so I'm definitely not going to be saying them all here. If you don't believe me for some reason, you can look it up and you'll find a million things. The first reason is that our brains associate high price with high value. This should be pretty obvious and it makes sense. Like If something is worth more, then more people want it and the company will drive up the price. This is something that's been drilled into our brains over the years and become kind of common sense at this point. So here's an example of this from my life. So I used to run a business where I went to thrift stores and I sold vintage clothing. It really wasn't a good business. I I did not make that much money off it. 
one day I remember I was just like, fuck it. I want to start making some sales. So I put my prices down to half, maybe even less of what they were at and nothing sold. They were, they were like that for a month or two and just nothing happened like that. That was, that was probably the worst month I've had in my life for sales. And when I actually did end up selling something, I made zero profit on it because the price was so low. I don't know how it was I came to the conclusion that I should be raising my prices, but the day I did, I did so much better, and then all the problems went away. This is because even though my product was the same or similar, people saw the price and then suddenly their head just didn't click. They didn't see the value in it like they did before, and it was like, with taking the price away, I took the value away. The second reason is, nobody's going to buy from you because you're the cheapest, or at least, not the right customers will. It's going to be harder to find customers because of what I said before. And then when you actually do end up finding the customers, these people are going to always be expecting a deal and you won't be able to rely on these people to come back and be returning customers, which is because they'll probably have less money and people who have less money usually are less happy. I'm sorry, but that's just a fact. If they have less money, then they'll be harder to deal with as well. And this is just a rabbit hole that you don't want to go down. So the next reason is it gives you less incentive to actually do a good job and satisfy your customer, which you don't want. You should always put your customers first because they're the ones who drive your business. Every bad review makes it so a few people don't do business with you. And if you get enough bad reviews, they can really add up and can really tank your business. The next reason is kind of tying into that. If you charge less, you'll make less money, which makes it so you have less money to invest into your business, which will give you all sorts of problems. You have less money to spend on marketing. If a problem comes up, you might not have the money to fix it. It'll be hard to hire new employees and it'll just be harder to buy new products or or buy new things that you can add to your service that'll help you grow as a business and do a better job that you can charge more for. You get the point now. I'm not going to say anymore. Just don't compete on price. If you're just starting out, you should have a slightly lower price so you can get better at your service and you don't charge too much when you're not, not experienced enough. Be sure to raise your price later on though, but just don't raise it too much that you're scamming people. Just make the price as high as you can after you have enough experience. You're probably wondering if I shouldn't compete on quality and if I shouldn't compete on price, what should I compete on then? My answer to that is you should be competing on customer service. I think that's the best thing to do if you're a teenager starting a business. And if you do everything else well, I guarantee this will get your results. Before I tell you why this is and why you should be doing it, I just want to tell you a quick story. So there's the sushi place in my city. There's nothing really special about it. And the sushi, it actually isn't even too good. Of course, it's not horrible, but there's so many better sushi places that are even closer to my house. So why would I go to this one? This is because they have the best customer service out of any place that I've seen. Whenever I go in there, they always call me by my name, ask me questions, and sometimes they even give me free food. I always feel amazing when I go in there, and a couple weeks ago, it was my first time in about a few months, and they remembered who I was, like they called me by my name, they asked how I was doing, and they even stopped working just to strike up a conversation. This is a prime example of how powerful having good customer service can be. I like a lot of other places better, but I still decided to go to them and spend hundreds of dollars on their food. And this is all just because of the fact that they go out of their way to make their customers feel special and have a good experience at their store. I've also told quite a few of my friends about it and even gotten them a few customers. I'm not the only one who does this too. They don't do any marketing and get all their business just from referrals. Implementing what they do into my business has been a game changer for me. I now have so many more loyal customers, I get so much of my business from reviews, and they even make posts about me without me asking. 
This is all because I put my focus on forming a relationship with them and giving them the best service possible. If you put this into your business, you'll be getting referrals on almost a daily basis and almost all of your customers will be returning. You'll even get higher tips as a bonus. Here are just a few of the things that I do to make this happen. The first thing is giving them free things and or doing extra work for them, which saves me a lot of time and money that I would be spending trying to do marketing myself. So the second thing would be read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's just a book on social skills and the stuff that it teaches you is vital for dealing with customers. You can find the book on Spotify for free and also you can find it on Audible. It's either 14 bucks or free with a free trial. If you don't want an audiobook version, it's definitely your local bookstore for like 10 bucks. Or you can just skip all that and read a summary on the, on the internet or on YouTube. This teaches you so many important skills, but I'd say the most important ones for what I'm talking about here are remembering names, being interested in the other person, like asking them questions about themselves and whatever, just expressing interest in stuff like who they are, what they do, etc. And also remembering things about them. If if you guys ever do do business again, you can say stuff like, oh, how's your job going? I remember you said you're doing this or how's this thing going that we were talking about last time. However, that's all just scratching the surface. However, that's all just scratching the surface of what the book has to offer. It's definitely a must read for anyone, especially people who are running a business. The third thing that you can do is after you guys do business, follow up with them, ask them how they liked your product or service. And then give them some kind of discount or something for free on their next purchase if they had a good experience. There's quite a few more that I can think of, but those are the three big ones for me. So if you guys want to, I can make a separate podcast just on customer service and how you can make it the best you can. If you just do those three things, though, I doubt you'd need anything else. Thank you so much for getting all the way through the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and you got something from it. If there's anything that you'd like to see me add or anything that you want to see in a further episode, just DM me on Instagram and I'll get right back to you. I'm also going to be releasing a lot more episodes on how to start a business as a teenager. So if there's anything you want to learn more about, let me know. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.